on this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast, we've got Spike and Cordelia. Oh, I mean, we talk about Dawn and Maggie. Also, wait until you buy my new doormat off of QVC. It says the power of black magic can zins you to suffering and death. The perfect welcome. Let's do this. Podcast. I'm Diana. And I'm Liz. We're very bouncy today. It's a side pony. Side ponytails always make you just a bouncier person, I think. It's true. Yeah. It's, it's the magic the magic of the side pony. <laughs> uh, this week we're gonna talk about season seven, episode five. Shut up, Dr. Phil. Yeah. Oh, isn't that just satisfying to say? <laughs> <sighs> so how are things in, in Diana Land? They're pretty good, pretty good. You know, we had a did, had a pretty laid back weekend, but I uh, went and saw, you know, good we old, only uh, saw seventeen bands this weekend. You know, it was laid one. back for us. I only saw one. <laughs> saw Dale Watson, uh, who is a uh, just reminded me of what a phenomenal showman he is, um, and that was super fun with some dear friends of ours. I have never and, seen uh, him put on a bad show, and I no, he just I don't think he can. He's just his yeah. Personality. I was thinking about the time that you and I went to go see him, then I threw up all over the side of your car. Yeah, yeah that happened too. <laughs> <laughs> I that might have no. I've seen him once since then. That is the last time I saw him was when I threw up all over the side of Diana's car. <laughs> yeah, he's just it's just always a good show. So that was super fun. Our night didn't end so fun, but. Uh, it is what it is. I will stand by one of my ongoing statements is that um, I hate thieves and fuck thieves. That's what I, there we go. But yeah, so then that pretty chill. And uh, how about you? I mean, if there weren't for thieves, I wouldn't have a job. Um, I mean, and yes, like fuck thieves, like it's not right to take what isn't yours, but also sometimes I am impressed by criminality. As we will, like, well, because maybe it's, maybe it's like witchcraft. I don't know. So uh, what is going on with me? I don't remember. Uh, so I went to, I think this weekend, I just did, like, a lot of yoga. And then I drank some beers. Although I got very, like. You had a good beer. Which was the I new did. One? Um, I, drank, I had a heck boy um, from Family Business. They were on draft here at the Hoppy Bunk in San Antonio. But this is like the, you know, you know, it was like, like no digs, but kind of digs, right? Like, so one, it's very hard for me. I think like maybe it's an ADHD thing, but like, if there's a lot of menu choices. Like, it's really hard for me to be like, this is what I want to eat, right? So like, once I narrow it down, I'm like, that's what I need, right? So I'm like, right. I would like to get, I was like, okay, I will start with guacamole and chips. And they're like, yeah, well, on brunch, we don't do guacamole and chips. And I'm like. I want brunch guacamole and chips. That's just, I was like, okay, whatever. So I'm like, but I was like, nah. They're like, do you want something else? I'm like, maybe, I don't know. Like, it took me a while. The pressure's on now. Now the I have to on. like, you know, like, it was like, okay, like, maybe. And so 
then I'm sitting there and lunching and beer and talking. And then I noticed like they have this like waffle thing on there that sounds so good. And I was like, okay, let's get that. And I like wave, you know, wave the guy over. And I'm like, hey, can I get like the waffle thing? And he is like, sure. And then he leaves. And then he comes back. He just has this look on his face. And like the friend I was with saw the look on his face first. He was like, oh no. And I just looked at him. And I was just like, get out. And get him like, go back to the kitchen. And he was like, well, we don't have those waffles, but we have like these cornmeal. And I'm like, no, I don't want the cornmeal waffles i wanted the the, the delicious ones that i was just like i will just have more beer so liquid brunch and so i had a liquid brunch and then went home and like made a salad or something i don't know what i did but you know i, I just went home to where i had my own choices to eat and i was like i knew they would be there like i'm not you know unless like the food goes bad like what's you know what's going to be in your fridge yeah Although sometimes that's also very disappointing when you're just like, I, I can very waiting yeah, for something and you like, hope it. You're like, oh, I've got that waiting for me. It's going to be so good. And then you open it, you're like, damn it. It's usually, it's usually guacamole. Like, I think it's always like, we just live or die by whether or not the guacamole is there or if it's good. I just feel like that, that or just an avocado. Like I just watched, it was a show. I actually started a couple new shows, but um, one of them, there was like a joke about the, it was about a joke about avocados. And it's like, they only have a 20 minute window they do. from being like hard as rocks or to overripe 20 minutes. So, yeah. 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 You're, you are, you are a, I don't know what the word is, like a fickle, you know, fickle lover of avocado. Yes. Like you're either there, either great or you're just, just not. not. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to, I'm going to mention the two shows because I've got two. Okay. So I'm going to tell you uh, on Apple TV, there's a show called Strange Planet, which is a cartoon based on the comics of uh, this guy that uh, post, he's got a pretty big following on social media and uh, Noah Pyle. Yeah, that's what it is. Anyways, super entertaining. It's basically just about like the absurdity of life. And it's kind of from like an alien perspective and they just use funny words to describe things like cats are like vibrating creatures and uh, dogs are moral creatures and things like that. It's just really entertaining and it's just joyful. It's positive. Nice. So like it's very entertaining and funny. And 30 minute episodes. The other one is we finally started Mrs. Davis on uh, Paramount. And it is about, it is about a nun and AI and a mission. And all I've seen is the first episode and I am fucking in. I know I'm late to the table on that one, but it's all right. Yeah. I think I watched the first episode and it was great. And then I didn't go back because I have no attention span or just I have shit to do. Although lately I've been this week, I have been enjoying a good old fashioned kind of binge, but I can't binge like I used to. So um, Mm. I'm working my way through criminal minds. Oh, and it okay. is very fun to go to go back to the beginning and it's like it is like with any like television show that has 15 seasons <laughs> like this one and yeah, just like sounds familiar but you know just like the, the way like languages change like the way like just things in general portrayed and like just there is yeah. like you know one of like the fbi agents like this guy like assault like assaulted somebody and then she just like shot him dead in the parking lot and i was like what the fuck? Like that just happened. Like that would never happen today. So great. I was like, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. I don't know. So I have been, they will be kids. Criminal minds evolution came out, like they revamped it. And yeah. so there is like a, a fake hacker woman in there who I just think is adorable. So I kind of like fell in love with the fake mm-hmm. hacker woman. So now I wanted to go see what she was like in the beginning. And so, yeah, that was <laughs> Anyways, well, so let's enough talking about like I, I need to like I need to keep binging like I need to keep binging Angel. 
What? What? I don't know. Something may have. I, I, I remind. Could there be a tie-in? Yeah, there could be a tie-in, and I will repeat. Uh, I will. I will pull up a text I sent to somebody today about you. Uh, and so, um, so things that are also happening just in the SPN family world. I will say the Jensen Ackles as Batman rumors are getting kind of hot. Like, so there was somebody who did some fan art of him in, like, this Batman suit, and he looks, you know, like Batman. And frankly, like, I still haven't watched the Robert Pattinson one because... It's good. I can't. It's dark and long, but it's good. Like, he actually wore, He does it well. He does it it's well. Dark, it's dark and long, and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> the title of my next sex album but <laughs> yeah. oh. uh, so i don't even know what a sex album is now i'm just making up shit too like like okay. diane sheriff so um but anyways it's i think it would be interesting like just knuckles and batman would be a very very interesting choice and then uh padalecki family was just on they were on celebrity family feud and i still haven't watched it <laughs> I haven't either, but I know about it, and I already saw a spoiler. So, and everybody was, we've already passed it. So, spoiler alert! Apparently, they did really well. So, yeah. well, I meant to honestly, it was like, oh, I'll have downtime before this before we tape tonight, and I'll watch it then. And of course, I didn't have any no. downtime. No. <laughs> Wait, there's never, there's never downtime. There isn't. So this episode it was, you know, shut up, Doctor Phil. And I said was clearly a reference that you are not Doctor Phil. You're not actually a doctor. Please shut the fuck up. So this was uh, season seven, episode five. It first aired October 21st, 2011. And speaking of Phil's, it was directed by Philip Scritchia. And it was written by the, the writing team, Brad Buckner and Eugenie Ross Lemming, who we've not seen since season one, episode 13, Route 666. And I just think Eugenie Ross Lemming is just fucking an adorable woman. And I, I just... I love her writing. So, and, you know, when I was like shoving all of our content into AI last week, trying to get it to like write us like copy and like it never write, like they never understand what we're about. Like, apparently they just thought that all we wanted to talk about was this episode. <laughs> that was all the copies. Like, they're just like, they're very excited about next week. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Well, you got me excited about it and I knew why very early on. But you so, didn't know beforehand. so I did not know okay. beforehand. I didn't cheat. Okay, good. I'm so proud. So our recap is about, alludes to witches, of course our leviathans, and then Dean's ongoing guilt. And we will see that these are ongoing themes of this episode. <laughs> so that was a very telling recap this week. We're, to sum it up, here is this witches, guilt. Witches and leviathan. There we go. So we've got, um, we're, we start off in a salon and we got some good like salon music bumping, like good background, but a good beat, like where it's trying to be not elevatory. Sounds like mall music, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, this woman is super cocky, getting her roots done. Talk she's about how she's blonded. a realtor. She's getting blonded. She's getting blonded. Getting blonded. And um, they're trying to help this woman sell her ex-husband's house. And she gets put under the blow dryer and they take her phone away and give her a magazine. What? Excuse me, sir. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that. Like, but because yeah, I would have chased him down and be like, no, 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 no. Unless they're trying to give be like, like, get, you know, you need to, you need to disconnect, zone out, disconnect, unplug, unplug. But I will say that my, when my grandmother had one of these at her house and I always thought it was cool, but yeah, the hair dryer is rad. 
but like the one that like pulls down. Yeah, like, yeah. I always just thought that was like so. But it has neat. some crazy flip down visor, yeah. and that made me uncomfortable. The whole thing makes me uncomfortable, and I would never sit on it because I'm sweating here in front of this stupid light, and like just in those things, I'm just like gushing. But my new hairstylist, I think I've adopted her as my new one. I don't know. Uh, she listens to like, you know, uh, Rams and shit while I'm in there. So yeah, good for her. Nice. But yeah. she's got, instead of like a pull down hood, she's got like an infrared light that like goes around. And so like, mm. you don't like, you're still baking your head, but yeah. like less this. Yeah. No, mine, mine has that too. It's like the thing where it just sits behind you and it, it can kind of, it kind of moves and it's just like, yeah. Like so it's like a, like a robot is back there going, they should put yeah. googly eyes Slowly on warming it. Your head. Like, so it's like, you know, I would do that. Oh my gosh. That's like you just put googly well, eyes on everything. Yes. Yes, we should. But this hair dryer, it has a malfunction and it's terrifying because she can't lift it off her head. It is cooking her head and she can't slip out of the seat. Something's holding her in the seat and nobody notices because this room is separate and has doors that close off to it, but it's got the same music volume. It's a very weird layout for a salon. Either way, uh, by the time uh salon dude uh, shows back up, Chris, I think his name is uh, she, her head is legit fried. Her hair's fallen out and he pulls her off the, when he pulls off the, the hairdryer. Yeah, it's super gross, and I love it. I love Chris's scream. I think he does an ex is an excellent scream. Um, but also, I love how long they made this. Like this was it's a long this was a intro. long death scene. They dragged it, out. and I was just like, because you said like when you sit there, it's like because there's no dialogue, right? And so I actually had time no. to sit and just like watch something instead of frantically typing. And so it's just like, oh, this is a, it's a wonderful death scene. I think it's so yeah. it's so well done. So we cut to a nicer motel than we often see our brothers in. I would stay in this motel. Yeah, I would stay Yeah, I was like, okay. It's like dated, but it looked very nice dated. Does that make sense? It looks like I, I was wasn't like, going to get bed bugs. Correct. And Dean's sleeping uh, and having nightmares about Castiel, about Leviathan, about Sam's hallucinations, and about killing Amy. So he wakes up and checks his beer bottle, which is empty. Thankfully. Because that's what you do. That's gross. And I was like, oh, thank God he's not just drinking old beer. But oh, no, I see he just goes straight to whiskey instead. He just, yeah, he's like, fuck it. I'll just drink whiskey at the laptop instead. And he see, we see Sam go on jogging. So Sam's getting into fitness now that he's in his new happy place and comes inside. And Dean mocks him for jogging, which, I mean, is fair at first, but also like, Hey, you know, somebody's doing their thing. He's trying to keep from hallucinating. You should be encouraging him to, like, adopt this healthy lifestyle. Yeah. And so, but then they go, the ongoing joke through this episode is that Dean calls Sam Lance Armstrong. And Sam keeps correcting that that's a cyclist, not not a runner. And and America's greatest hero. So, um, (laughs) uh, Steve has also, though, he's been searching for freaky accidents. Freaky, freaky accidents, yeah. And find something in Prosperity, Indiana, where two people have had freaky or suspicious deaths. One with the chick getting roasted under the hairdryer, and another guy boiled to death in a hot tub. Carl. Poor Carl. Poor Carl. So, according to, and it was a very long article, so just redo a couple of the sentences that Dean was reading. Carl was unable to get out of the seemingly normally functioning hot tub and was essentially cooked alive inside the hot tub. 
Investigators, having scoured the crime scene, could find no mechanical failure or other causes for the bizarre accident. Carl's body indicated severe temperature rises, but there was no mechanical justification for the death. Dun, dun, dun. Huh. Oh, and then it also huh. says in there, Dunlop was a local architect who designed small to medium-sized projects. Of note, his city hall design won the Indiana Architecture Prize two years ago. He is survived by his sister and brother-in-law with three nephews and a niece. Facts we did not know about Carl. We learned a lot about Carl. Yeah. We didn't really know him before. We did, We barely knew you. Barely knew you, Carl. So we get a, uh, they're going to go to research these. And Sam first, though, wants to ask, like, hey, like, Dean, what's going on with you? And, of course, Dean just doesn't really want to talk still. No. And sometimes people just don't want to share their emotions, even though, like, he's clearly hiding something. Like, sometimes, though, some people just don't want to talk. Yeah, I know. But Dean <laughs> probably needs to talk at this point. Probably. He'd probably be healthy. Anyways. So, uh... We cut and we see Chet, our good old Leviathan Chet, who likes nacho cheese a lot. Um, I mean, who doesn't? On, I mean, I, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I, I really like Leviathan Chet. I mean, I am just happy that I've moved back to the home of Rico's Nacho Cheese. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have. We should just, like, um, go by that factory one day and just, like, see what they offer. Do they do tours? I don't know. I should find that out. Oh, yeah. Sampling <laughs> tours. Yes, <Yeah>. ma'am. <laughs> Um, so basically he's got a bag of supplies and they kind of show us a little peek in his trunk. He's got a day and a half away from the Winchesters. He's got his snack, AKA dead dude in the trunk. Um, but more importantly, we got Sam and Deed arriving in prosperity, Indiana. And, uh, they decided to go talk to Wendy, the girl who died in the salons, older sister. First, Sam talks to her and, and she's like, look, you know, she didn't have any enemies. Um, everybody loved her. She was a, like volunteered, blah, blah, blah. She just and lit up, you know, if this was Dateline, she just lit up a room. Lit up a room. That was her exactly. Dateline episode. And then she just says, though, that she doesn't think that the architect guy knew her sister, Agent Sambora. Agent Sambora. <laughs> All right. So we get a Richie Sambora reference from Bon Jovi. That's our agent today. And, uh, but she's pretty surprised that anybody's investigating this as anything other than an accident. So we move on and. But I mean, Dean... I would be like, okay. So like, yeah, I would, be, real be, I would be suing a motherfucker. Right. Cause I wouldn't think it was like an act. I would think it was an accident, yeah. but I would be like that. Whoever made that shit is like paying me a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I would have the Diana hairdryer company. Yes. <laughs> that's, what, that's what happened there. Um, so Dean's at the salon talking to our hairdresser, Chris. Uh, I don't know if that's the proper word. Is that the word? Sure. Stylist. We don't know what there he does. Go. I mean, he was a colorist. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. His I don't know. His I don't know his function at the salon is. I know he was blonding. So he's yeah. at least a colorist, but I mean, he go. could also cut hair. We, we just don't know about Chris. We didn't get, we didn't get that level of character development from about Chris. So he's basically like, yeah, totally impossible for this dryer to do it. It would have like shorted and shut itself off. So who knows? And but Dean manages to find a old coin on the floor. Sus. It's always a super sus. So Dean tells Sam about the coin, and while he's doing that, we notice a bench advertising Wendy's real estate company um, with pots of dead flowers around it, which is kind of sad. 
and they agree that the coin could be a hex while Dean goes to get more liquor. Yeah, and it was like, Sam wants a ride, Dean wants more booze. Yes. So they're going to, they, no, they don't oh. go to, but what? We go to a, we see okay. a construction site. So Diana is very excited about this scene, and there is a reason. Mm. So we go to a construction site, and then in this construction site, there is like a new truck, and then there's another truck. There's an older truck. It's approximately a, we believe, like around a 94 to 96 Ford Flareside single cab short bed. And I'm now in love with it. And now we're on the mission to find one because I want that truck now. So this is going to be the most expensive episode we've ever done, probably. But <laughs> moving aside from that, the truck leaves and this man is still there and he decides to go pop into the porta potty, which hilariously, the name, you know how the porta potties always have a brand on them? Yep. Yep. This, this one, this one is BM. Sure is. Sure is. Oh, all right. Um, yeah. And, uh, while he's in the porta potty, just trying to pee a not, not BM, he's trying to pee, uh, <laughs> the unplugged nail gun. See, why don't you just pee outside? Like, I don't get this. Like, there's nobody else on that construction site. Oh, I would not never have, know. I wouldn't have gone. If I was a dude, like, I never would have gone in porta potty. Like, that's like the, isn't that your benefit? Like, I guess. Ugh. Because I put in there, he went to poop. Because why else would he have gone in there? But okay. Well, he was turned around. He was facing forward. Um, That's why I assumed he was peeing. But who knows? So (laughs) the unplugged nail gun. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, they were not. That was an element of the story they were not explicit about. Was his bodily functions in the scene. The unplugged nail gun. Man, just 12 years old. All right. (laughs) The unplugged nail gun starts pressurizing in the back of his truck. And then it pulls itself out on its own volition and is hovering towards the porta potty. And imagine if it had googly eyes. It would have been so amazing. It would just be like a little Muppet. As it was, it was still kind of cute. It was funny. I thought it was an adorable little nail gun just being like, Like, that's a cute little nail gun. That's a cute little nail gun. And he knocks knocks on the door. So he opens the door and annoyed and it just starts shooting at him, which is insane. Pitting him to the back of the, which I'm also like, these must be really long nails. That's another complaint slash question mark. <laughs> and then it shoots him up until he, like he's pinned to the back wall and then it shoots his stop pauses from it and then it shoots both of his eyeballs <gasps> that made me want to yak that was a, that was a vomit noise see but if they put googly eyes on them instead of nails then it would have been hilarious um, but also <sighs> hey at least a porta potty didn't turn over oh yeah that's always a bonus it could have been worse could have been worse yeah, so now now our construction site is a crime scene. Ta-da! It's like magic. That's what happens. And we find out that this was the owner of Dewey Stevens Construction, and they are one of the biggest local developers, and once again, a pillar of the community. Well, what's funny is I had to hear the transcript because when the sheriff is talking about him, oh my God. he like lists all these things, and I thought he called him a fruitarian. And it was like, that's a bizarre thing for a construction owner to be. I was like, that's like, is he Krishna? Like what? And then it was like Rotarian. I'm like, oh, Rotarian. It's like, I've been having this thing with my Irish dude about 
whether or not you say like you were taking a piss at somebody or taking the piss at somebody. And apparently he's taking the piss, but everybody's accents just make me think they're saying up. Uh. So Rotarian, not Rotarian. Well, they can't figure out where the nail gun got plugged in because there's no generator. But guess what that Christine finds in the porta potty? Another one of these old fucking coins. Which also, I'm very Gross. disappointed. At. Why are these cops not finding these coins everywhere? They're just not looking very hard. Or they're probably just like, whatever, that's a coin. Which is Sorry. probably what I would be like, that's a coin. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, so as Dean goes inside the construction office, which is basically a portable building like they always are. And Sam tells him, like, well, I uh, not everybody likes him. I found a connection. Ta-da! Wendy, the realtor, who's dead. Carl, the architect, who's dead. And uh, our, our Dewey guy, who is the construction guy, all were working on a shopping center together. And the deal fell apart. Somehow. And so Sam is reading this in their emails. In my brain, all I can think is like, oh, did somebody then hack in and then pose at somebody in the middle of this email thread and take it over? Because I just assume that's what happens next in this story. But it's not. No. We just don't know not. why it fell apart. But there's one person on this email chain who isn't dead. And that's Don Stark. Dean recognizes that name. So we bop downtown. We bop. Like bop. bop downtown. Bop. Okay. And uh, there's standing in front of a bust of Donald Stark. Yep. Yep. Hmm. And I accidentally wrote John Stark, but I don't know where my brain was going. But then Sam <gasps> calls out Dean for drinking out of a flask, you know, on the job. Oh, he calls him bad Santa. He, and that is hilarious. He, that is hilarious. And also, you're not a real agent. Like, you're just two dudes, like, that are pretending to, like, that are committing oh, felonies. And so, like, I think if you, like, any time you're going to drink, drink while you're committing a felony. Yeah. That's the time to drink on the job, you know? I guess. <laughs> uh, well, in the, in the meantime, Bobby has identified the one of the coins. And they are old Romanian coins. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. Weird. And all the plants around Dawn's Bust are dead, too. Huh. Just like Wendy's bench. Interesting. Oh, wait. Dean wasn't too drunk to be observant of that. Maybe the whiskey's working. Maybe. Or maybe they're also just visiting my front yard. Because that is what the dead plants all out there look like right now. Because it's 125 degrees. Uh, so, while... We get kind of a pointless scene. Right I, just have, Sorry, go ahead. I just have my note to say Leviathan's on his way. <laughs> it is. It's a very weird scene. It's just him driving. In like his like super generic sedan, <laughs> while see the funny little clown by Bobby Goldsboro plays, and it is such a weird song to choose. And I don't really know, but I'm just like he's on his way. Yeah, I don't know what this means, but he is like that's all I got. I don't know. Like they're not like it's almost there should be this tension that's building up from like he's coming or something, but like nobody yeah. cares. No, it's this weird song about a little clown that nobody knows. Uh, anyways, People know it, but yeah. Anyway. So Sam and Dean go visit good old Don Stark. <gasps> Shut up. Do you want to talk about it now or do you want to wait? I know. Well, my, my notes didn't say, back in prosperity and come the boys with shut the fuck up that Spike Liz screams and dies. 
So um, <laughs> that that uh, yeah. that is. So we'll hit we'll hit this a little more a little later. But yes, uh, Don Stark is played by the one and only James Marsters, aka Spike. Which is why now at that point, Diana, did you realize this is why I love this episode? Yes, duh. Like, yeah, it's actually a really fun. It one. is I mean, really like, fun, actually, but, but it's a really you know, fun but one this is like in my life. This is huge. Uh, my world. I don't want to my... dissect that. All right, so we've got. Uh, they're all. He acknowledges that they're all that he was in business with all these people. That things kind of fell apart. And then his assistant Jenny pops in. She's a cute blonde, and she's running errands, and she made him cupcakes. Really, yeah. this episode really made me want some fucking cupcakes. Yeah, I always want cupcakes. It's fair, but I made cobbler this weekend instead. Ooh, nice. You know, H E B has like this like pre almost baked cobbler like in their like their. The, like the the section for meals that you cook at home, so they have like desserts there. So they have like a brookie. So there's like a cookie and a brownie that you can like. So it's par baked. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. And they have that with a cobbler too. And I just think it's nice because it feels like you have a homemade one, but you didn't actually have to like do shit. I made mine with frozen blackberries because I had them. So, anyways, yeah, it was pretty easy, and it's all gone already because I made it Sunday, and we had it's a it was a small serving one. Sure, it that's really why was. it really mm-hmm. was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, but Dean like thinks it's super sus that he's got this super cute assistant that is making him cupcakes, which is fair. Well, they're also but, very flirty with each other. Like that, very, was, they're very friendly. They're very friendly. And granted, you know, being a woman in an all male field, I've had coworkers, bosses that I have talked to in this way. It probably wasn't appropriate, but. You know, like, but Sam and Dean are like, nah, nah, he's banging her. So Sam's going to go investigate upstairs because he uses the excuse of going to the bathroom. And um, Dean just tries to start keep questioning while this is happening about like, oh, well, you know, are you that respected? Tell me about rivals, blah, blah, blah. And he just, Don's got all the answers. And Sam snoops around upstairs realizes that the wife's half of the closet's pretty much empty. No, the wife's half of a majestic fucking closet that I would closet. stab somebody for. I'd like, yes, the felonies that I would be drinking during would be like stabbing somebody for that closet. That was so, oh, so nice. It's a good closet. Oh, but there's a couple of things, including a broken pair of heels and a box of witchy shit. What? I also, I kind of feel for the heels. <laughs> like, you know, like she was like, she was moving and she was doing the, I had to clean out my shit. And she's like, ah, I don't know what the fuck to do with these heels. I'm never going to fix broken. them. They're staying I'm there. never going to fix them. Fuck you, Dawn. You take them. <sighs> but yeah, we got a box of witch shit. So down in the office, Don's showing, you know, showing Dean around. He's got his picture with things that meant something very different in 2011 yep, than they do yep, today. they sure did. And she just has a random office tower signed by Trump, and Dean is very impressed. And we're yeah. just like, we didn't know. The world was different. <sighs> so, but Sam's and just like. Sam has figured some shit out. He pops back down. And he's like, yeah, so tell me about you and your wife splitting up. And I kind of liked, like, how he was just, like, boom! Like, it was yeah. this very nice, like, burn way. Like, and we don't often see this part, the side of his personality. Mm. He was very proud of himself. I liked it. And should be. But I got old Don's, like, trying to play this shit off. Like, oh, it's temporary. He, she took all her shoes, man. She took all her <laughs> she shoes. She took her it's shoes. Me. She ain't coming back. It's not all of them. It's not temporary. Yeah. Because she doesn't want to have to move that shit back in. So 
Dean figured, guesses that it was an affair and Don, like, oh, yeah, I admire confident women. <laughs> okay, Don. <laughs> Uh, but not Jenny. He makes it clear that it's not his assistant. Uh, it was a business associate. And so they figured out that it was Wendy. Ding, ding, ding. So Dawn and Wendy had a thing. Yeah. And I'm it guessing wasn't that... the young blonde. It was just to be clear. It was the older blonde. It was different. Totally different. Not, yeah, totally different. Uh, and, uh, Sam tells, so they have tell Dawn to, that he needs to be careful and that he needs to apologize and that he needs to grovel. Yeah, he needs to take his wife to dinner and, 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 grovel. and grovel. And you're like, yes, yes, you do. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things that I have noted, like, so when they're leaving the place that, uh, so I noted that he was just like, okay, oh, I know why I noted this because it grossed me out. Because Sam's like, well, she's just like, you know, powerful enough. She'd just be pissed off, right? And like, and that's why and all this stuff is dying. All these plants die, yeah. And then douchebag Dean, like your douchebag meter, Mister Winchester, has like gone off. I haven't had to pull this this out in a while, and now it is just off the roof. It's going meh, 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 because you said she was PMSing at it. Mm. Go fuck yourself, Mister Winchester. Yeah. I'm not dating you anymore. I'm dating Dawn. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> But he also does, and then he does also make a kind of a, like, they, he makes comparison of whoever Dawn's wife Maggie is uh, to, and to much and Dawn to Darren and Bewitched, that he's, like, oblivious that, that his wife's a witch. That's kind of funny. Yeah, but he uh, liked, the reason he liked it was because the Cole Kidman played one of the bid witch characters, and he likes it, wants a fucker redhead. Well. Douchebag meter. Me. <laughs> That's the sound it makes. <laughs> It sounds like a cat. I All don't right. know why. <laughs> so, well, I think there's layers of reasons there. Um, so Dean calls Bobby to get Terminex for a witch, and they head to Maggie's. And as they get to Maggie's house, Dean does a little another little B and E because they just have no issue with doing these. And the house is basically full of bodies. It's like some house that she like, I guess, just rented or bought. And no, she it looks. Like, what do you mean, just rented? Just did it. No, this can happen. Like months later, months later, you can move into a place and still have those boxes everywhere. There is no judgment on you, ma'am. Okay, noted. <laughs> it, either way, so he goes in. There's a lot of unpacked boxes, is what I will say. And uh, he finds like a mini altar, for lack of a better word. No, I, call, call I it? called it an altar and a literal okay. murder board. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's an actual. It's a <laughs> that is a, a literal, literal murder board, murder board. <laughs> with candles and herbs and symbols and oh, funny enough, pictures, photographs of Wendy, Carl, Dewey, and wait, who's this? Oh, Jenny's on there. But Jenny ain't dead yet. Uh-oh. So that's not good. No, it's probably not. So now they've got to go figure that out. And Dean is still like, he thinks this is just further evidence that Dawn and Jenny had a thing. A flare. A, a flare. What am I saying? A flare. A they just had a, a thing. Diana's thinking about her truck. That is completely <laughs> what just that. fucking happened. Diana was thinking about the new truck she wants. And she was just like, flare. Flare, so I just start saying flare randomly. Um, so outside, who pulls up to the house while Dean's inside? But but a little Porsche is this? I think it was a Porsche, right? Porsche. Yeah, I think it was a Porsche. It was, it was a Porsche with vanity plates. Yes, and it's Maggie. And who oh, is she? Who, who's this? 
Do we recognize Maggie? Yes, Maggie is played by the one and only Charisma Carpenter. Oh my God, it's my favorite boss ass bitch. It is Cordy or Cordelia, depending on how you want to know her. So now we have not one, but two characters from the Weedinverse who have been in this. And this is not the first time this has happened on the show. In fact, it's happened dozens of times. Hmm. But sometimes it hasn't, but it has. So, Diana, what we're going to do today is I'm going to quiz you. Great. I know, your favorite thing. And what we're going to do is we're going to talk, I'm going to give you a person, give you an actor's name. And for when we share this along in the YouTube, you know, in 2027, um, you can follow along there. We'll probably post on our socials as well. So I'm going to give you a picture and a name of okay. a, of an actor, actress, Got it. Act, act, you know, whatever that's been. Actor. Yeah. And you're going to have to determine whether or not they were in Supernatural, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, or the show that you have not watched, which is Angel. Some of you have not. I, I, this was, I told her, I was, oh, damn, I just lost the thing that I was going to share. So we'll have to see if I can get back to it. Um, so I said to one of my friends earlier, my co-host still hasn't watched Angel. So I can get extra pleasure out of teasing her for that during this whole segment. So... You know, that is, I, I do, I do value and appreciate your friendship, but I also like the chance to fuck with you. That's how our friendship works, right? It, it, it's not how all friendship works, except I've lost the fucking slideshow. So, uh, uh-huh. let's see if we can get it back. Cause I went to that text God Always. So maybe bring it on the front. Yeah. I know how technology works. There we go. All right. There we go. Okay. So there's a very, if you, there's a very pretty screen there. It has pictures of the title. You know, it's gorgeous. All right. So our first, first person, mm. this is a picture of the actor, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and he's holding a chicken. I just thought it was a good, good picture. There's a good picture of him. It is. Looks very handsome. So of these shows, which of the three was he in? Well, we obviously know he's supernatural, so that's one, duh. And uh, I don't remember him in Buffy, so I'm going to go with Angel just as a wild guess. All right, so let's see how Diana fared. So, yes, he was in this in Supernatural as the world's shittiest dad, John Winchester. And yes. he was in that for many seasons, and he was an angel. So you were correct. Uh, just a process. He played uh, Sam Ryan in season three, episode 12. Uh-huh. Our, our next actor, Amy Acker. Hmm. Which of these hmm. shows was Miss Amy Acker in? I, I, I'm going to guess on, uh, let's go with Buffy and Supernatural. So you're correct on the supernatural. She was in season one, episode three. Oh, also to be fair, I did not use any supernatural. Like if they were in supernatural, they were. It's up to now, and I haven't gone right. Beyond. Nothing's past. Nothing this. beyond. Yeah. I'm not that mean. 
Thank you. Uh, but she was in season one, episode three, Dead in the Water. So going back, and she was not in Buffy. She was Winifred <sighs> Burkle in Angel, main character, many seasons, until, spoiler alert, uh, she becomes Deliria. But now you have to watch that and figure it out. And what the fuck? She becomes this very hot thing. Look at her. She's got, like, blue hair and, like, yeah. these blue eyes. She's, like, fucking smoking hot as Deliria. I think it's kind of, like, all women look better with, like, weird skin colors and hairs like this. I don't know. Is that what it is? Maybe. Uh, look at Miss Argentina in uh, in yeah. Beetlejuice. Look at all the women in the Star Wars Cantina. I don't know. Like, we just kind of look good with tents. Anyways. Okay. So that was... So you've, you're like one for 75. I don't know. That's our score right now. All right. Our next actor, Julie Benz. Mm. Uh, shit. All three. You are correct, sir. Okay. So in Supernatural, she was Layla Rourke. That was in season one, episode 12, Face. And Buffy, she was in the very first episode of Buffy as Darla. And on Angel, she was also Darla. And look, she was pregnant. And you're probably like, she's a vampire. How is she pregnant? Well, you would know that if you watched Angel, bitch. So go watch fucking Angel. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> this is all just a giant ploy to get you to finish the series. Okay. Yeah. Amber Benson. Uh, Supernatural and Buffy. You are correct. All right. So in Supernatural, we had her in season two and season six as Lenore, one of our favorite mm -hmm. vegetarian, fruitarian vampires. <laughs> and oh, oh no, damn it! I, there was oh, I, I had an amazing picture of her like macking down with uh, I probably is this that just may show up, but I had a picture of her like macking down with uh, Allison Hannigan as Willow, like because that was just awesome. So. I know. I fucked it. I made a slideshow and I fucked it up. Whatever. This isn't my job. All right. So our next actor, Rob Benedict. Oh, him meeting Peggy. And I have shown a picture of Rob Benedict meeting our our possum, Peggy. Yes. And my butt. Uh, and my butt. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Why not? Uh, I'm gonna go with Supernatural and Angel. So actually, he was in well, obviously Supernatural. He was Chuck many yeah. many episodes but he was in buffy not angel oh, shit. he was the okay. vampire jape which is an unfortunate name. Uh, name he was in season four episode 17 and he was one of adam's minions he was actually supposed to be in another episode new moon rising which revealed mm. that the hairy demons were part of adam's test but that was cut and I'm kind of sad because I want to know yeah. about the hairy demons, but that's that's odd. Okay, weird. All right, so our next actor, Eliza Dukshu, Dushku. Well, I say Dukshu. Sorry, Dushku. Well, I know she's in Buffy, and she's popped up. I think she pops up in Angel. I think I'm just gonna go with those two because I haven't seen her here. I don't remember if I did. You are correct. She was not in Supernatural. But she, I got to do, I got a picture of Faith in there doing like a fun little, little stick thing. She was awesome in that. And um, she was, then she goes and she was an angel. She was six episodes of that. She also just like her and her husband just donated $7.5 million to a hospital to, for focusing on substance abuse disorders. Like just wow. baller bitch. Like, yeah, just, you know, she's a boss, boss lady. 
So, but she was never a supernatural. Womp, womp. Womp, womp. Okay, so I think this is our last one. No, it's not. It's not. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, Mercedes McNabb. Hmm. Supernatural and Buffy. She was in all three, which you would know if you'd watch Angel. So she was Lucy in Supernatural. Um, so that was season three, episode seven, Fresh Blood. So she did play a vampire in this, but a very different. That's right. I knew that was, I knew that. Damn it. No, you had oh. Supernatural right. You just didn't get that she was an angel. Well, I know, but I yeah. think I would have known that, that. that she was Harmony Kendall and Buffy. And if you're following along, I have one of my favorite things where Harmony dressed up as Buffy in order to role play with Spike. Glad that you were open to this in the bedroom, Harmony. Good girlfriend. Um, although he was a shitty boyfriend. But she does come back in Angel as Harmony, luring Diana in closer. Look at this. Look at this character that you love. She appears in the season of that show as well. And she's oh, she, she's like fucking amazing in Angel. I love her now. All right. So this is the last. This is the last one. You know, the the one of my loves of my life that's not, you know, that's not Spike or Crowley. And that is Mr. Chad Lindbergh, who, if you are in North Carolina, there is a car show. Like, it's all, like, Fast and the Furious style, like, whatever the fuck you call the modern shit. Like, I don't know. I don't go to those car shows. I go to the old car shows. But the new car shows yeah. where things go room, they do things in the parking lot. Yeah. Uh, he is hosting one of those in, in North Carolina. I think that's awesome. Huh. Yeah. I was going to send it to Dave, but I forgot. But anyway, so Chad Lindbergh. Oh, we know Supernatural, obviously. That's right. That's Supernatural. He is obviously my gorgeous, wonderful Mr. Ash. I'm, I don't know. I'm going to say um, that's it. No, he was actually in Buffy. He was in season one, Buffy, like as a tiny, tiny little Chad Lindbergh baby. Oh my gosh, <laughs> there I wouldn't even recognize him. Lindbergh baby, and there's a Lind- baby. and there's a Lindbergh baby <laughs> reference in this episode that we're watching That's tonight. Funny. So hilarious! But yeah, he was. He played Dave Kirby in iRobot Eugene, who was, and he has this little earring. If you the picture, you can see that little like dorky yep, fucking earring. Tiny. Like, oh, it was such a great episode, and he was in that. And then he gets referenced another one but that's the only one he's in because i think moloch eats him but that was our crossover but if you go to supernatural wiki they list the crossovers between supernatural and basically the weed inverse and it's a lot which is kind of to yeah. be expected right and they're they're a similar you know the genres aren't that far apart right. i can see the actors like the age ranges and stuff being similar and just a lot of the same directors and producers worked on both of them so that makes a lot of sense yeah but thank you for playing my game yay i didn't lose but diana's like of course she kept score which is why we love diana she's competitive i mean i lost like half points okay multiple times i did pretty good i think you did pretty good i think pretty much everything almost everything i got wrong except for the real obscure one was angel related so i'll take it uh, All right, so now we've met Maggie, and she is, uh, Dean is trying to call her, or call Dean, sorry, Sam is trying, I can't even talk now, Sam's trying to call Dean to get him the fuck out of the house because he broke in, and of course, like, phones aren't working, because that's how it always works, right, when shit's important, you can't get through, 
So he basically, he's trying to like slow her down and she's like, nope, I've got an emergency. Bye. Come back later. And my notes say, this is how you don't talk to cops, folks. Applause. Because she's just like, I know my rights. I got shit to go. I don't have time for you, Mr. Federal Agent. I'm going inside. And then Sam's just like, well, I gotta do something. He's got, he leans on her car, bounces her car until the alarm goes off. Pretty <laughs> it was. So she's pretty annoyed, but whatevs. It allows it allows Dean to get out of the house. That's what matters. Yeah, and it is like this whole scene is that so well shot. And I, oh, our, yeah. our favorite lady who wrote this episode, that was one of her favorite scenes too, was just like watching like the going back and forth between him. Like it reminded me of almost like Hitchcock things that like you never look at that old like 1960s like kind of like heist movies right it was was very heisty yeah absolutely um yeah and so they they go to leave and of course now and they're gonna go try to save Jenny because then they know she's next on the list but at this point Maggie goes to check out her altar and realizes that oh Jenny's picture's gone so she's well one of the photos because she has more apparently she's got backup pictures she's like oh no what the fuck she's got it she's got to take care of shit she's mad can you imagine it was just like one of those like i guess this is like 2011 like i guess they still exist but not the polaroid ones but the ones that you just like print out the pictures like a flicks or something and she's just like oh yeah watch this (laughs) push the button that's so funny so Jenny's baking more cupcakes, which I just find confusing because is that like all she does? I mean, God, God bless her. I mean, if that's your hobby, do maybe you. that's her goal, right? Like she's just like working for Mr. Stark to like fund her like Ooh, her way that she wants You're to be a bakery right. she wants to open or a bakery. she wants to go to the food that's network or something like she. No, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's what it is. So and. uh and they, but they look a lot like muffins to me, and I'm irritated by them. Well, they were vanilla cupcakes, and until they, I love a vanilla cupcake. They just look like weird muffins. Yeah, yeah, fair to me. But I still want baked goods. I eat them. I don't care. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, give me those. So carbs. we do a lot of cutting back and forth now, and this is going to have us with Maggie drawing a bloody sigil on Jenny's face on her picture. While Jenny takes a bite of one of her cupcakes, and I'm like, damn, a cupcake does sound good, right? Except. When she takes that bite, well, in the other other house, Maggie's doing her incantation, we get blood dripping down Jenny's face. This is so upsetting, this scene. I don't even know. You tell me. You, you go, go. Okay. So Cordelia is, sorry, Maggie, whatever. Uh, so what she's saying is she has, if she's speaking Romanian. So you can actually pull this like and detect the language. Google detects it as Romanian. And it translates to the power of black magic condemns you to suffering and death. Wow. That's so sweet. Just put that on a sampler across like, can you imagine if I took off like the no soliciting sign in the front of my house and just put the power of black magic and damage you to suffering and death? Nobody would ring my fucking doorbell. It would be great. And I think that the... Bl- I think your Amazon guy might give up on you too. That's the problem. Or like me more. You don't know. Like he works for Bezos. He's probably like he's not working black magic in the back She's of like, his van. Yes, he's just yes. like, we all know what Bezos is driving them to. So, uh, but Jenny's cupcakes, like they're a little bloody. And the, she had um, the base of the, the people who are doing the special effects were just like said she was an absolute champ. And that she was just having so much fun, like with the blood, like squirting out of her, like, and which I, I would also be like, yes, yes. Like, let me like do this. Um, and then like this cute little beating heart, like, is. 
I'm not gonna lie. I was very confused when they first showed it. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, it's yeah. a heart. It's too small. I don't know what's happening. I would have but liked yes. it more if it had been a trickster style heart. Like, which if this, I think that also would have been confusing though, because you probably would have thought it was a trickster. But like a Valentine's Day, like you know the ones that you ride Something. on. I don't know. Like it this, was an anatomical. It was an anatomical miniature like, beating heart, heart, which I almost wore tonight. Like I had a necklace with a black heart on it, but it didn't go with this shirt. So my shirt, by the way, if you're not watching this on video, says uh, Willow in the streets, vampire Willow in the sheets. I did have to hold myself back during the uh, the, the Buffy Angel Supernatural quiz. And I was like, why can put Willow in here? And I'm going to like, no, Liz, we have to, we have a time constraint. Share the love. Oh, so I think it was cute until she starts vomiting blood. But she also yeah, she's she's choking. She's there's blood everywhere. She realizes it and she's gagging and suffocating and all the things. But also, luckily, they, Sam and Dean break. Yeah, in. and they made a very specific choice to make the sink that white, so like the blood is just like oh. it's very saturated. Which I think yeah. I think this is why it's not scary to me. Like it's so like it's so overly saturated that it's cartoony. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that. And then and I and I like that about this episode. That's what made it like. That's why I may be able to like laugh and enjoy it's fun death horror. because it seems really fucked it's, up otherwise. Yeah, it's fun. Candy like, oh, horror. this guy got shot to death with a nail gun. <laughs> it's very oh shit. It's yeah. very same yeah. Raimi. Like you know. Like... Yes, I love that, and I love that about it. So they, um, Sam and Dean, bust in, and they their their solution is to search for the coin, find the coin, and then discharge a firearm in the kitchen at the coin. Sam shoots the coin. He shoots the <laughs> coin. What? He shoots the coin. I can't. I mean, it works. But it just, what? It's just a How weird... is that the choice? I don't know. <laughs> but, and then she, Jenny, is rightfully panicking about there were hearts in her cupcake. She was amazing. Like, this actress, I can't wait till you find out who she is. But, like, this, like, scene of her freaking out about the beating hearts. Tiny beating hearts in Tiny my cupcakes. Hearts, hearts in my cupcakes. Hearts in my cupcakes. And just oh like, God, and then so you good. see where she like snaps out of like her like, like freak out and just yeah. be like, holy shit, what the fuck is going on? Like kinds of battery. It's, it was just so well, it's just so well done. It Love really it. was. So yeah. And basically they're like, yeah, you were hexed and BTW, you probably shouldn't bang Dawn anymore. And <laughs> she's like, what the fuck? I'm not banging Dawn. Ew, Gross. he's married. Which also thinks we kind of love her more. She's just like, they could have been like, she's old. Mind. She's just like, he's married. Ew. So we cut to Maggie setting up her uh, auction with her BFF, Sue. Well, I don't know BFF, but her current BF. Yeah, probably. I don't know. At least Sue, wa- just, Sue wants to be the BFF in a, in yeah. a lot more. But she's just like... And I'm just going to say Maggie's dress is this really pretty blue satin wrap dress. And I would wear it. And I don't wear blue. I wouldn't wear it, but reason, she rocks it. She rocks it. She's just, but she's being like boss rich bitch. Like, you know, yeah. just like, this is my charity. This is what I do with my time. Like, I guess yeah. I'm going to do paintings. And yep. One of and, the first. And we find out that yeah. Sue Sue's the one that ratted out Dawn to Maggie for cheating on her with Wendy. Yeah, and she may love her too much. One of the things, also, like so the paintings that are in the galleries. One of the first ones you go with uh, that you see is the supernatural production designer Jerry Wainick and his dog Tula. Awesome, love that. 
Well, Don shows up and he wants to talk to Maggie, but Sue intercepts him and tries to like intervene. But he's like, look, no, talking to Maggie, by the way, I've been patient. Uh, and, um, he like tries to like, I don't know, like make the Wendy thing, blow the Wendy thing off. And like, it's just a really awkward scene and he does not get it. No, he doesn't get it. He wants her to cool it. Like, but he it's just like this very, I don't know, it's this wonderful, like he's, the chemistry between James Marsters and Charisma Carpenter okay, is really great. Yeah, it's so good. And yeah. just, I think they gave them really good dialogue, right? And so we get a lot of this back and forth. Um, that's about the relationship on. and what's going on in their relationship yeah, and, and all of that. It's very like I get a, the like again the like, kind of like in this flavor of like the 1950s 60s movies. Like, very yeah. yeah, like a little over the top, but also very natural at the same time. Yeah, it was wonderful. Like, it was so good. <clears throat> so he mentions that the FBI agents came by, and she's like, mm, "Nope, they're hunters." Ooh, shit. she knows you're a fucking idiot dude like i know what's up like they're fucking hunters and mm-hmm. then he just like kind of like does like dude shit and she's just like you're so cute when you try to tell me what to do and i love her yeah. and he leaves and then the face falls off of his bust and james marcers actually had one of those shipped to his house because they had to make many of them so he was like i'm keeping one so somewhere oh, in james yeah. marcers is one of these busts and that's great I like it. So Sam and Dean see like Don leaving and see this go down. And luckily Bobby calls that. And he's like, I've got instructions to take her out. And we get a cute scene where Dean thinks he can remember things, but he can't. And he has to write it down. And so, but also they have the, they're in the car. They're just like working their case. And then like the chemistry, like between Sam and Dean right now is like kind of back to normal. Right? Like, yeah. we're kind of feeling like this is, like, old school. Like, they're just on a hunt. Doing shit. Yeah. Yep. So, now they've got to go do, uh, you know, while Maggie's getting ready for her auction, Dean and Sam are back at the motel. And Dean's eating a whole pie, because, of course, he is. And Sam shows up with a bag full of unrefrigerated chicken feet. <laughs> But the chicken feet have expired because the butcher's fridge has died. And at this point, they said it's almost like, you know, the luck in the town has run out. And so we've got smelly chicken feet, which probably would not stop me from eating the pie. I would just move them to the other side of the room. We've got Sue, like, getting a little handsy with Cordelia slash Maggie. Yeah, and... And in that, like, first, like, it's pretty funny when Sue puts her hand on Maggie's shoulder and she's like, oh, that reminds me. I need to check on the finger sandwiches. I was like, okay. Uh, that's why I started thinking, I'm like, mm, maybe Sue just wants to be BFF. Maybe she's not actually. BFF. No, I was thinking that Sue wants to be more than BFF. Sue wants to take uh, her BFF to another level. Next level. Okay. That's how I was I reading read that, this. But, but whatever. I, like, so, either way, she is too much. She is a friend that wants to be too more. involved. Wants to be more a friend that you should be sometimes well now they're gonna do a toast of martinis because the auction's about to kick off and everybody's happy it's gonna be a great night and they've got some martinis with olives on them but sue one of sue's olives is an eyeball which is very distressing to her as you can imagine so we she screams very loudly and we see john is outside grinning in his car oh shit it's not just that maggie's a witch don has some shit going too 
Ooh, ooh, what is happening with this couple? Then the painting starts to melt, which apparently took a while for them to figure out how to do, and they've used crayons for it. And I love, I love the effect. I love that it's not just CGI, um, but it's also just like it's just a wonderful effect. It is really good. Yeah. No, it's fucking rad. And Sue is super confused as to how Dawn would have rigged this whole thing to go down, which is reasonable because, like, in normal world, if you saw a bunch of paintings melt and you're like, wait, who he did this to you? How the fuck did he do this? Seems very reasonable. Uh, but, you know, she's like, she's still like, don't worry. Dawn's a dick. He can't take the people that love you away from you. And then a silver platter flies over and decapitates <laughs> Sue. Yep. And I love that, like, Sue, like, you'd also see kind of, like, the craziness of her going. So you don't really care that, what you don't care that she dies, right? So she's, like, kind of going into, like, the single white female thing where she's just like, I told you he's a dick. And then she. I didn't think she was that bad. I really don't. Oh, okay. So maybe you're okay with more clingier women than I am, but no, your friendship shouldn't be this. Okay. Uh, so, anyways, but I also love just like Don smirk as he drives off. It's very, it's very spiky. But it's just like James Marshall is hot when he smirks. Maybe that's just it. Yeah. And Maggie's ready for war. She pissed. So, she pissed. So Sam and Dean show up to check out the auction. Their cops are there, the coroner's there. They see the body and the melted paintings, and they're like, well, fuck. Dawn's a, w- a witch, too. Well, shit. So now we've got to go figure this out. So they're going to go to Dawn's house now. And I'm very disappointed this was an opportunity for a man-witch joke. Always, you should always make the man-witch joke when man you witch. can. Yes. No. But also, Chet, our Leviathan, is now watching He's them. just watching. Not great. Just Not watching. Great. So at Dawn's, Maggie's there, Sam and Dean go in, and they, they're they going to try their spell with chicken feet. It does nothing. There's a poof of smoke and nothing. Apparently it's because the feet weren't chilled. Gotta keep those feet chilled. And also, like, you know, it smells really bad. Because I was even with their rotten chicken feet, but now they're burnt rocket chicken Gross. So now Don and Maggie are like, fuck it, we're going to kill you because you can't leave alive. So they start doing a, an incantation together. But Sam's bright idea is now. couple that spells together. <laughs> couple that spells together. I like <laughs> it. Uh, but Sam's like, whoa, whoa. They don't need to kill us. They need marriage counseling. What? Okay, so Dean's is like, whatever, we'll try talking. And he starts to talk to them, but he just veers off into nipple clamps. And then gets distracted. He does, which is, it was, he was doing pretty solid at first, and then he veers off to nipple clamps. It was very bizarre. Yeah, this lesson learned. Like, you could be doing very well, but you can veer off to nipple clamps too early. You'll blow your load. Okay, um, next, moving on. All right, so Sam tries. And he's able to bring it kind of back, back on track. But, um, but Baggy doesn't love it and is able to shut him up and throw him yeah, around. Dean hexed. tries to jump in. Dean tries to jump in and save things and he does good for a second, but then he gets hexed by Dawn. And so it's kind of like this whole thing, like they get a little progress and then if one crosses the, either of the witches, they get hexed and like thrown around. But basically, we get to a point where finally Maggie and Dawn are talking. They're yelling at each other about 1492, the Renaissance, and oh, the Dici Chicks. Tracy and Hepburn. That is what I was trying to think of. That is what this reminds me of. Like, Dawn oh. and Maggie remind me very much of a Spencer Tracy, Catherine Hepburn, like, back yeah. and forth. Back and forth. Yeah. 
So we get a great back and forth though with the, talking about the historical their historical relationship because they've been together apparently for like eight hundred years. Aww. What? Aww. That's, so that's why they also. That's why I thought Sue was just being extra supportive and not necessarily a BFF because she's a BF. She's a current best friend, but also. If you've been alive for 800 years, you've probably had more than one BFF. She doesn't know. Like, Sue doesn't so, know that it's But Courtney, Sue doesn't yeah. know that, but Maggie knows it. So, well, Maggie Maggie's keeps her arm's of, length. And Maggie's kind of a bitch. But well, whatever. But true. she's a boss bitch, right? So, but, yeah. like, this back and forth includes, like, Dawn throwing 1492 in her face. And she's just like, he was gonna set sail. Like, he could have sailed off and, the engine. And she mentions the Medici chick. I mean, it's hilarious. It's greatness. Medici, it was like Medici or Medici. I don't, goddamn it, like we're going back. But, anyways. anyway, I just, yeah, I didn't look it up. I just went by sound. So they come around to Jenny, and actually, Dean's like, no, 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 no. That, they actually aren't a thing. They actually aren't a thing. And they're like, oh, okay, well, never mind on that one. But Dean points out that the positive now is that Maggie and Dawn are actually talking. It gets, Dean gets himself flinged again, but Don and Don throws a, a swarm of bees around Dean's head. But Don and Maggie agree they can't kill each other, and they make out. It's just like the romance of forever. Where is this Hallmark movie? Don says to her, just like, he's right. I couldn't kill you. All I ever wanted is you, Mags. I've been crushing on you since forever. You're the woman that I want to never grow old with. And then it's just so hot. And then she's just like, I could never murder you either. And I just think it's just, it is dark romance. And, you know, that's my thing. Like, so I'm just like, oh, hey, Hallmark Channel, here you go. Just shut up and take my money. Make, take my money. Do this. Do this. Here you go. Well, back at the motel. Once you had to fix the writer's strike first. But, so oh, they go back to. Details, details. Details, details. So we go back to our fancy motel. And Dean's drinking from his flask again with getting judgy eyes from Sam. That's the end of the day now. They just saw shit. Why are you doing that? I just had a brilliant idea. Do you think they collect points? Like, what? It was just like to, like, when they go to different motel stays, like, why are they not collecting? Like, why don't they have, like, a chain of hotels? Because they don't want to be tracked, so they can't. But they They can make up a fraudulent account, right? Like, can you imagine? They should have have a titanium status, like, across, like, all of the platforms, be using all these points and then just staying off of them. But I saw, like, the next Winchester, like, that's how, this is how you do this in the next life. All right. Travel fail for the Winchesters. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Well, guess who's waiting in their room, but Chet, our Leviathan Chet. Well, that's not good. And they're not, they don't know who the fuck this guy is though. So Dean tries to shoot him, bleeds black. And well, he monologues. So he knows that they know that he's evil because he does a bit of a monologue. Well, yeah, but that's about it. And Sam tries, they, so they try to fight him, but Chet's definitely going to win. But then all of a sudden, like, he gets, like, electrocuted or something. And we're all, like, WTF as he collapses. Like, us, Sam and Dean, everybody's like, what the fuck? And Dawn is there. And he, Dawn shows up. He's like, what is that thing? You should need to drop that in a bottomless pit. That spell only lasts a few days. Well, shit. So why don't they ask him for what the spell is? 
I don't know. Like, and maybe he'd probably say, I don't know. But it's also just ridiculously hot. Like, so, like, he comes in, he saves the day with, like, his fucking magic. He's like, what the fuck is that? Throw that in the ocean. By the way, I'm also saving you because Maggie wants to kill you, too. So I'm saving your life twice because I just saved you from this motherfucker. And now I'm pulling the coins out from under your beds because, well, you tried to kill her, even though everything's fine now. So... Don Don takes the coins under their beds and leaves. They are there yes. are Sam and Dean are just pretty like beat up and both just kind of flabbergasted. It's <laughs> like what the fuck at this point, which yeah. is very reasonable. So Don and Maggie just like go off into the sunset, and I just have yeah. little hearts in my eyes, just like popping out. Like spoiler, they don't ever come back into this. So like I just assume they go oh. and live off like their hot they keep living life. in prosperity and. For another 800 years, this is the romance that never ends because they never get old or fat. So. (laughs) Well, Sam and Dean are in the meantime are loading up their car. Chet's chained up in the back seat, not hidden at all. So I hope they're not stopping anywhere because that's super fucking sus. Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) Is it? Sure. Well, they're figuring out, trying to figure out where to put him. And then after they get phone with Bobby, Sam's like, oh, well, let's, you know, we talk, we got the the Starks to talk to each other and that helped their relationship. Maybe we should talk. And Dean's like, nope, it's a bunch of crap. <laughs> let's talk about our feelings. And Dean's still, nope. No. And Sam tells him, though, that this stuff is something's eating him up. Sam knows that something is eating Dean up, which is true. And we all know it's not just all of Sam's, not all of Dean's feelings. We know his feelings are fucked up and broken. It's actually the fucking Amy shit. And we know this. Well, and this is like at this point, this is where it's becoming like it was already bad. But now you've been gaslighting Sam worse. for a yes. long time because you have... This part of your relationship where they keep saying, I know something's wrong. I know something's wrong. And they're like, no, 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 that's in your head. That's in your head. Everything is fine. And that's worse to me almost, right? Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And that's it. That's our episode. Yep. He just drives, like, and he, like, angry drives off too, right? He's like, we're good. Yeah. We're good. And, like, you know, that which is the male equivalent of it's fine. It's fine. Are you okay? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So, uh, so do we have a casting count for the remainder of our goodies? Of course we do. I have two for these, right? Yeah. I mean, they deserve it. Casting couch. It's the casting couch. Were they on that show that time with that guy? La, 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 la. So we have obviously uh, first and foremost our Don Stark, and that is played by James Marsters, as we've referenced repeatedly, and that is Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel, which we've referenced repeatedly. <laughs> but also, it is he's also been in shows like or the movie um, P.S. I Love You. He was John. He was in multiple episodes of Without a Trace. He is Lord Piccolo in the Dragon Ball Evolution film. It, yeah, that, and he does a lot of that, voice, and he does a lot of voice work in the Dragon Ball movies. It was something that got brought up sure. in like the notes for this on the wiki that when he like does like one of his spell things, that it's like very much like one of his Dragon Ball Z things, and Weird. they really wanted to point that out. That there was just like he loves that character, and I'm like, okay, I did not know that was a thing. 
except that's a that's a role that I'm not familiar with. Not and he was an over yeah he was also an over he did voice work he did so the Dragon Ball Evolution film is live action and then he's done a bunch of voice work on the TV and video games. Um, he was over a dozen episodes of Smallville and then it, there's um, the newer Runaways series. He was a regular character um, named Victor uh, Victor Stein. He was, and he was really good as Victor Stein in Runaways. That was good. I didn't watch that. Oh, you should watch that too. I uh, forgot you watch Angel. And then we've got Maggie Stark was played by Charisma Carpenter, as we've discussed. Ooh, Cordelia uh, Chase in Buffy and Angel. She was also in a few episodes of Charmed. Um, she was Kendall Casablanca's in the Veronica Mars series. Uh, Lacey in, in, in the films Expendables and Expendables 2. Uh, and then, you know, uh, see her in a couple of episodes or, you know, sometimes recurring but not always but like lucifer criminal minds 911 and the new dynasty series i really like i feel like dynasty series is like such a good like for her energy seems like such a great role for her super fit yeah Yeah. uh sue our friend was played by meredith mcgeechy uh she's been in episodes of andromeda the l word uh she was in the film uh horns with daniel radcliffe and then a lot of Christmas and Hallmark movies. Then Jenny, our cupcake baker, uh, was played by uh, by uh, Lindy uh, Lindy Bushy, and that's I, I wrote her name wrong. I know that <laughs> I have it wrong. Oh, my hand was coming. You're out. like I was like my hand got very tired, but she was she fucking did. great, and I love the fact that she's, she's a lady. done like. Lindy, she looks like a lady. Oh, hold on. I'm going to double check my notes, make sure I'm right. But she is in an absurd amount of, not absurd, a phenomenally large amount, let's say that, of Hallmark she movies also, Christmas and otherwise. Just look at her. She looks like she should be in them. Absolutely. No, no, not a, not no, a knock no at all. No shade on that. Like, she just, no, it's just an observation. Like and a I fact. said with charisma, like her energy oh feels goodness. like if it's. Cindy Busby. Good Lord. Cindy Busby, that's her name. Wow. Okay, uh, that's and, very and, different. Than I know. I'm sorry. My I, my pencil broke, and it was a thing. Uh, so she was also in one episode of Vampire Diaries. Hooray! So we got another vampire show tie-in, which I think is pretty. Epic. At least I didn't throw that one in there. Like I could have made it. Oh like god. oh my god, Maybe, we, we've got like seven more seasons. I'm sure we'll show up at some point. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, no, it was a super, you were right. It was a super, oh, super fun it. Exactly. episode. That was that's it. it. Yeah. That's what I got this week. She was great, though. I was like, I really want to, like, I just think she was a wonderful actress in this. And it was, I think the ensemble, the just overall was just like, it was a great, the cast was fantastic. Like, it was just very well acted, very well written, highly enjoyable. Yes. You got to tug on my emotional heartstrings by bringing back, you know, actors that I'm, obviously very tied to yeah no i like it i like it i agree it was super fun it was a combination of you know bringing the familiar actors but they weren't like so they they effectively were are good actors so that you didn't you weren't seeing their other characters but you just liked them well i also think it helps that james masters is american so whenever he like drops the english accent like the, the terrible like the way he did it spike um that it's that's easier to do but i think just charisma carpenter is also just like a good enough actress that she can just be like yeah. so but it was they their chemistry was great together i love that oh, for sure yeah 
I'm just getting like, like you said, like super annoyed with Dean about the gaslighty shit. I don't like it. Dean's being a dick. He's still a dick. He's douchebag meaner. Who's over? Off the charts. I mean, Sam, but also like Sam seems fine. And I don't trust that. Because, you know, you can't. That's true. Like you can't really go from I am hallucinating Satan to I'm drinking a kale smoothie and running a 5K every day and everything is great. Oh, can't you? I mean, you can, but typically that's not going to end well. Reasonable. You're drinking kale smoothies and running 5Ks every day. It never ends well. I like kale and I like smoothies. I don't want a kale smoothie. No, I really like kale smoothies. I don't ever want to make, like, I've realized I don't have energy to, like, make, like, things in a blender. A lot of work. It's because yeah, especially like kale, like you gotta do cinnamon, then you gotta like put it in there, and then you and then you have to clean the blender, and that's like the worst part. Like if I could just throw things in a blender and then just have like the mess after. Like maybe on the TV where you're just like the whole strawberry or like the whole apple. Nobody does any cutting or prepping, just throw it in. And then like my robot maid, like Rosie just comes in, she's like, well, and like separates things into the compost pile and like and washes the blade of the blender which is the most ridiculous thing to clean ever yeah because you can't clean it without like cutting yourself or like just it's just all right that's enough about blade blenders and so uh (sighs) next time on our amazon show we sponsor by ninja Oh wait, that's not this. Okay. Uh, so I it, wish. It, <laughs> uh, so anything else on this episode? No, oh, that's all I got. All right, I think we're gonna close it out and we'll say cheers, jerk. Cheers, bitch. Devil's Trap Podcast mm-hmm. is a don't get it production. Meow. Devil's Trap Podcast is part of the Ship It Studios Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Devil's Trap Podcast, Twitter at Devil's Trap Pod, or you can email us at Devil's Trap at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave reviews, and share with all your friends. We're at all your favorite podcast outlets and at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. I'm Babe. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Devil's Trap Podcast.